Welcome everyone to another episode of the Smart Nerd Podcast. This is Ariel, and also we are joined by Harold, as per usual. I don't know if anyone is going to get into this in the middle of this recording because this is an open Skype call to a group, and we might have visitors during the recording, and that's something out of my control. <laughs> Good night, everyone. Well, we might not be as scheduled as actually we don't know what day we're going to release this anyway for on a weekly basis but we're here yeah we're here that's the important thing that we're doing this we're not quitting we're not going or like caprio said in the wolf of Wall street we're not fucking leaving just like Paige did but someone did leave this week but we'll leave that for later uh, <laughs> uh we're gonna talk about full gear the recap of uh, uh the pay-per-view from last week uh, mostly we had it right, and and there were big surprises in the the ones that we didn't get right. Uh, we got Moxley right. I think we did right. Yes, we did. Okay, the Bucks. I didn't have it right. Bucks won, which was a surprise for me. Did you pick the Bucks or you picked FTR? I we actually I think we all picked FTR. To yeah. Be honest. Yeah, we because we kind of thought that we we're, we're gonna get the Cody uh, Cody gimmick, you know. We said we're never gonna uh, go after the title, and then lo and behold, they're gonna be the TNT Tag Team Titles, which BT referenced as a gag. But the thing is, uh, the the Bucks won the belt, and as they revealed later in the week, that was a Tony Khan call. They wanted it to remain titleless for over a year, but Tony Khan made the call and said, "No, you guys winning. You guys go over." Uh, and the big surprise of the night, Darby fucking Allen wins the match. He is totally the upset of the night, to yeah. be honest. Yes, TNT champion, new TNT champion, Darby Allen. And also, finally, uh, the Sammy Guevara Matt Hardy rivalry is finally done with Matt Hardy picking up the W, as you guys predicted. I wanted Sammy just for spite. Just to have it, but I'm glad the way it finished, and it was a great ending to the longest reigning feud. Well, it was it was the longest until it died on Saturday. The longest running feud in AEW history. Ah, so that one is out of the way. Okay, so that's all the recaps on Full Gear. We're not going to do reviews of the week because you probably have other sources for that, and also you have eyes and ears. You can go search that shit for yourself. We also have like a lot of material for tonight. I don't think we're gonna have a, we're gonna have enough time for this. Yes, so let's dive right in. Uh, a lot of things happened during last weekend. Uh, apparently, Del Rio gotten a guy uh, Alberto Del Rio, El Patron, whatever the hell you want to call him. You know, man that is currently probably going to be sentenced for the rest of his life for at least twenty years for you know being who he is. Uh, got a win of what Paige said on a, I think it was a podcast or a video uh, or a vlog, uh, with certain girls from another, uh, wrestling organization. Uh, well, he, she was talking with Mickey James and other, uh, other women that are from other organizations. And she was talking about the abuse she received. Mind you, she never said Alberto de Rio's name. She never mentioned him for name. But the details that she gave, everybody within a half a brain understood that she was talking about Alberto de Rio. So uh, it seems that the man, the news got to him while he's in prison right now, because currently he is in prison. 
Uh, and he threatened to sue her. Like the balls on this guy. Don't you <laughs> don't you agree? The balls on this fucking guy. He is currently on trial, or is going to be on trial for kidnapping a woman, <laughs> beating her <laughs> to death, threatening threatening her for uh, threatening her life, and he did the same thing to Paige, and he. Threatening to sue Paige for defamation of character. Uh, he has the balls made of the heaviest metal in existence. Plomo macizo. I do not, I do not understand if is, is he still getting whatever he had before getting arrested because he's still out of his mind. I don't think he's sober and still. I, I mean, I he must steal whatever he is earning. He's still in and while in prison. Yeah, uh, he must be doing them uh, them Tony Montana uh, thing, you know, that Tony Montana uh, uh, pow a white powder that he used before they gunned him down. That he still has strength to resist, like eighteen caliber bullets <laughs> go riddling his body, and he was still standing. <laughs> Maybe that's the things that he's doing there in prison. I don't know, uh, but goddamn, he, he the balls on this guy, the balls. The balls. How, how can you say after being charged twice for the pretty much the same thing? Because you, this is the same thing you did to Paige. You do it. You did it to the to the last one who actually got you into prison. Paige uh -huh. was good enough not to pursue you legally, and you got the boss to say that it was all the other way around. That she was actually the one doing the physical and mental abuse to you. Come on, man. Como se dice aquí en República Dominicana, que timbales. Pero unos señores timbales, ya no son timbales, son conga. <laughs> that left me flabbergasted. And I'm like, you, the most foolish shit action. That That's almost uh, to the level of a certain president of the United States. But let's not go there. Oh, by the way, he lost. Fuck him. <laughs> so, <laughs> we're we're going to keep it on page because it was not a good weekend for her, the woman. God damn it. Uh, she had a home invasion, for fuck's sake. A, try, a, a, a very disturbed fan tried to get into her house. Thankfully, her boyfriend was in the house and kind of, I don't know what he did. Was he like a chokehold on the dude until the police came? He restrained the dude. Until the police came in, and uh, for what I know, for what I read, that Paige said the dude, the boyfriend was ready to put him to sleep in a permanent manner if it wasn't for the cops that came along. Uh, I mean, thankfully she's okay. She's continued to do her Twitch as a big fuck you to WWE, and that's another subject where we're saving for the big ending. But <laughs> uh, God damn it, uh, Paige, como decimos aquí, no sale de una. Yeah, nunca falta un roto para un descosido. Yeah. But haven't you noticed that at least every two weeks we have to talk about douchebags doing douche stuff? Uh, well, with Lars Sullivan and Del Rio, who practically has become the patron saint of, of douchebaggery. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, hay de todo en la viña de señor. We have at least every two weeks, we have to cover some stupid shit by some stupid asshole that just doesn't understand common sense. Mm, uh, well, you know, 
we're talking about in the U.S., and that's pretty much open season in terms of TikToks. And they'll make me explain what the term TikTok means. It, it's kind of, it has to do with the word R-worded. So <laughs> I'll let you do the conclusions there. You know, do the math, figure out what it means. If you don't, well, you don't. But either way, uh, thankfully, she's okay. She's fine. That's the important thing, that she's fine. And she's still doing her Twitch. Uh, she's still uh, making that dough. And WWE can go suck a dick. Uh, people who are not sucking dick right now is AW though. AW is doing gangbusters after that fucking phenomenal pay-per-view, which I think, and the consensus agrees that it was the best AW pay-per-view of the year. And, and it did not disappoint at any level whatsoever. The card was stacked up from top to bottom and all the matches were awesome. No match sucked. Even the bathroom breaks that you guys were complaining about the women's matches, that one didn't, it, it didn't suck as well. So, <laughs> AW is doing gangbusters. And their follow-up to that and their dynamite, it was also fucking gangbusters. With one of the best matches I've seen in a while with Ray Phoenix versus Penta El Cero M again with the rematch. Where those two fucking literally destroyed each other. And, and mind you... This is a program that had a bunkhouse match where everybody bled like 18 pints of blood. So <laughs> there was, I mean, what was it? What was it? Butcher or the blade that, that was like throwing like a sprinkler system out of his forehead. I believe it was blade. Yeah, it was the blade. He was, it was a fucking sprinkler system. He hanged through the ropes and the blood was like, there's a visual for you guys. It wasn't. It was like fresh paint anywhere. Yeah. I mean, there wasn't a, an area that didn't get a coat of red. So, AW has been kicking it at all cylinders. And then this week, they announced the official announcement of AW Games. And we thought that we were just going to get the console game, which they did give us a, a little sneak peek. But it's an unfinished version. So, I'm not going to shit on the graphics because they did look kind of WWE All-Stars, kind of, you know. That type of graphics, not like the the battleground that that's coming out now, because that one looks exaggerated cartoonishly. This one looks more closer to the real realm. But the news is that the team that made WWF No Mercy back in the N sixty four is the team that is going to be working on this AEW game for consoles. So that is for you nostalgia guys that used to play the N sixty four. And if you didn't get to play it on the N64 and you emulated it on your PCs back in the day, that is the most fun wrestling game I've ever played, in my opinion. And in my opinion, also, the best wrestling game, period. No competition, nothing comes close to it. That's my opinion. I could be wrong. What the hell do I know? But uh, they, they got the same team that worked on that is going to be working on the console game for AEW. They, are, they also announced... Two uh, uh, mobile games as well, and an AW uh, t-shirt division, I think, that they announced as well. And the gag of the night was having uh, Kenny Omega, uh, uh, referee Aubrey Edwards, uh, uh, La Novia de Adam Cole, como se llama? (laughs) (laughs) Britt Baker, yeah, Britt Baker, and Cody Rhodes all dressed up. Uh, a la uh, Steve Jobs with with the, tur- the black turtlenecks, jeans, and glasses, 
making those announcements. And uh, I got to say, AEW still kicking it. It's still killing it. And, you know, it, it just it is just great news for wrestling fans all over the world that we have options. Um, I said this on the group. I do believe the game is not going to be full simulator, which is not a bad thing. I'm not complaining. As long as the game is fun, and I do believe it's going to be fun just from the fact that the guys have made the very best wrestling game to date. No other wrestling game has, has actually been able to surpass that game still today. Because to be honest, I have been playing playing wrestling games from the NES. Me too. So, so PC. Me too. And I haven't found a better game than yeah. No Mercy. Shit. So what? if these guys are going to be involved in it, I do expect great things from this game. Yeah, I, I don't shit too much on the graphics because they did tell you it's not a finished product. It's not the finished graphics. It could be that they changed it a little bit because... Let's be honest, the graphics that they showed is kind of PlayStation 3 level, right? I mean, it, it wasn't that great, you know. But again, it was something that they threw in just to give you an illustration of how the game could look like. Again, for me, graphics, yeah, they're really good and everything. But without a proper gameplay, graphics are nothing. Exactly. So uh, it it doesn't ma- really matter the graphics that much as long as the gameplay kicks ass and if it's the team that made the greatest wrestling game ever till this day, then fuck it. I don't give a shit how it looks. ¿Cómo fue que yo dije en el grupo que se puede ver así como poco yo? It could look like poco yo. Poco yo. fighting his friends, and I don't give a shit if it has that gameplay. Like no mercy, fuck it, I'll buy it. I'll I'll sell a car. <laughs> I'll sell my car. I'll get a PlayStation Five. Fuck it. <laughs> Who needs a fucking car anyway? I mean, we, I need the exercise. I'm fat as fuck. <laughs> I'm fat as fuck. I need the exercise. Fuck the car. I get a PlayStation. <laughs> I get to play that game. So <laughs> that's all I give a shit about right now. Logic. <laughs> Winning. Winning, exactly. Uh, and now we're going to go into the deep end of shit. Because unfortunately, and this one, we need to divide it in multiple layers. Because goddamn, what a fucking night. Uh, we're recording this Saturday night on the 14th, mind you. So just as reference. So if you're listening to this, so you talk about what about it last night? Well, if you're a wrestling fan and you don't live under a rock, you probably know what happened last night. Selena Vega, a four-year veteran in WWE between NXT and her stints in Raw and her very, very brief stint in SmackDown, was let go last night and she got the infamous future endeavored uh the details were kind of sketchy but at 10 minutes before the announcement was made by wwe she made a tweet saying she supports unionization was it like that that she wrote yeah she did write that actually yeah and for what we know now she actually tweeted that after she was told because the announcement was made official later but she was already let go when she made that tweet. So it wasn't due to that tweet. It was due to other reasons. Uh, apparently, 
she was one of the few vocal persons that was speaking out against the infamous verdict that Vince McMahon made a couple of months ago regarding wrestlers that have Twitch accounts or any third-party account that is not WWE-affiliated, that they needed to close those things and make new accounts with with WWE so that WWE can get the big percentage of the revenue what those accounts make, and they would get a, a small percentage of what those accounts make, which we have criticized in the past and been very, very clear that WWE is, or specifically the mastermind behind this, which is clearly... Vincent Kennedy McMahon can go eat a giant uh, Mount Everest size of bag of dicks <laughs> because uh, these guys, they're doing something in their leisure and their free time. It is well known knowledge that all wrestlers, most of them now don't have that, you know, 1980s lifestyle, you know, that going into bars, drinking their asses off, getting high as fuck. Well, the exceptions here and there. Matt Riddle. (laughs) Bro. Bro. Anyway. uh, (laughs) And all of them are gamers. All of them. And professional fucking gamers, mind you. AJ Styles has been twitching for a while before the WWE. He is an infamous Xbox user. God help him. (laughs) Amen. God help him. Uh, Xavier Woods, infamously known by Up, Up, Down, Down. You know, the the rest is history in terms of gaming. Uh, So this news hit everybody like a nuclear bomb. And, you know, it set off waves. The only one so far that has survived the edict. Because if you do something against her, hell has no fury. Like the, the entire world scored. As in Paige, which we already mentioned. Uh, WWE wouldn't have the balls to do anything to Paige because she has broken her neck twice for the company and if they fire her over this Twitch ban it would look so fucking horrible on them to doing something for a wrestler that basically almost committed quadriplegia on her own fucking body for their sake and they're firing her just because they, they they want a piece of her money so they wouldn't do that but Selena is well enabled uh, she ha- she was tr- uh, threatening, uh, not threatening. She was going to do an, an OnlyFans account, but settle down, kids. Get your pants in to settle down. And no nudes. It's just cosplay because you, she is an infamous nerd. Uh, she's a geek. She loves, uh, 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 you know, manga and shit. So she was going to go uh, cosplay with manga shit and, and comic book stuff as well. So calm down. No na- No nudes. No nudes. So she was threatening to do that while she was still uh, had semi-retired her account. I mean, she did have her Twitch account open, but she gave it to someone to admin admin uh, it while she was out. So it wasn't closed, but she wasn't the one giving the content. So I think that's where the problem started with her that as in why they fired her, because the account was not closed. It was not closed. It was just being used by someone else in the meantime. So what what uh, do you think? What do I think, man? This, there's a lot of things that I wanted to say right now, but uh, just to avoid maybe, I don't know, being pursued by things or something like that, and not, nothing, 
Not that he would do any any of that because who I don't think he's gonna listen to this. Who the fuck knows who we part. are? <laughs> who the fuck but knows who we are? There are so many things that I wanted to say right now that I'm a little bit overwhelmed. To be honest, this is the stupidest thing I've ever seen in my life. This is not fair at all. You know, those guys are not doing anything right now. House shows are done for good, at least from the time being. Oh, so they're not doing shit. Oh shit! I forgot to talk about that. Yes, no. The the thing is that, uh, and this kind of goes related to the news. Yeah, this kind of goes in. Uh, that there was an announcement told to the wrestlers that uh, for the foreseeable future, no house shows. For the foreseeable, even if if they lift off all the restrictions, even by a miracle, COVID died tomorrow, they would still. They're still considering house shows dead. So basically, for the foreseeable future, even if everything opens up, house shows are dead. So that income, gone. That's it. it. Gone. Gone. So what is left for these guys to earn extra cash for? I mean, the merch in WWE, you get a percentage that is laughable at best, unless you're a top guy. Unless you're a top guy, you get a percentage that is like you would laugh at that type of percentage. So fuck. It's not like you guys are hurting money. WWE allegedly, and what they report to their investors, is that they're making money hand over fist right now in the middle of COVID. They're making money hand over fist, and they're bitching about, we need more money. Well, what the fuck? You guys are already making more money. You're, you you more than covered your end uh, 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 in terms of making money, and you still want to take these guys' money? Fuck you, WWE. Fuck you. Vince has totally gone senile, and he needs to be removed. Not only, not only creative-wise, business-wise, also because he is starting to fuck it up on the business side of things. Because he's trying to get away with things that just are not even legal. It doesn't matter what they do outside of any WWE platform. That's something that belongs. To them, the wrestlers, even if a referee does something outside WWE, it's, it's them. That's their fucking their, business. It belongs to them. So, come on, man. I don't understand. This is not like they're trying to use WWE's YouTube channel to make money from. Exactly. And like that, that I mean, there's no way they can justify this and saying that, oh no, we made them famous. Selena was a fucking wrestler before she was in the WWE. So what the fuck are you going to We made her more famous, therefore she needs to give us her money? Fuck you. That's her channel. She made it on her own before you fuckers were even in the conversation. She was a gamer before the, the, the WWE was part of her fucking life. So what the fuck you want her money for? What the fuck you want her something that she built on her own, on her fucking uh, her work, or her free fucking time, her investment, her time, her money, and you want to take a piece of it? Fuck you. That is like how the fuck can you justify something like that? There's no justification for it. Anyway, uh, uh, her husband, Alistair Black, we don't know if this is even related in terms of what happened to her, but the leak is that the, the thing that got leaked is that he requested to be sent back to NXT and understandably, because what the fuck they've been doing with him and, and, and SmackDown lately, dick, 
They haven't done dick with him. So what? Uh, he's been sitting duck ever since she, he went back to Maine. Ever since he, they picked him in Maine, he's been a sitting duck. He's had a few feuds here and there, but nothing to be it, nothing to be known. There goes Vin Diesel. <laughs> uh, and right now he is the breadwinner in the family. Uh, para el colmo de los colmos, he's the breadwinner right now because she's out of a job. She can't do dick until February of 2021. Thank you, WWE, for the 90-day no-complete cost, you fucking dicks. Uh, also, I would like to add, she went on her Twitch channel, because now, who gives a shit? <laughs> She's not employed. The rules are not apply to her. She went on her Twitch channel, and I, I'm honest. I'll say it. I'll fucking say it. I was expecting a pipe bomb. I was expecting her to, you know, just put him on blast and decirle tu maldita madre a la otra tigre. But no, she took the high road. She was very nice. Uh, she cried for the first 15 minutes, mind you. I saw the whole thing. Well, not the whole thing, but at least half an hour of it. Uh, she cried through the whole the first 15 minutes. She was crying, reading the comments of people being supportive and whatnot. She was just like the first 15 minutes crying and saying thank you to everybody. And then when she finally composed herself, she was like, okay, I need to thank a few people. She thanked Tommy Dreamer first, then The Rock, then Triple H, and then Stephanie. Said that those were the four people, uh, but she said especially Tommy Dream and The Rock were the two people that believed in her in the most in WWE, and they fought for her and they they went at bat for her more times than she can count. And she like she's she thanked Triple H and Stephanie because they helped her when she was developing in NXT. So she thanked those four people and she said she wasn't gonna talk shit about WWE because uh, she said that she found a lot of friends there. She has still has a lot of friends there. She loves a lot of people there, and not everything that you hear. She said, "Not everything that you hear is bad about there. It's there's some good people there. It's just that, well, you know, she didn't no fue en detalle." But uh, she's thankful. Uh, she said she was gonna do her Twitch now practically full time until she's let uh, uh, able to wrestle again full time. She says she's not gonna retire. Uh, she get uh, she got to live up a dream, and then she started crying again because remembering her dad. Uh, she said that she did it for her and her dad, and then uh, she was mostly just then talking with the fans. So th- that that is fucked up. I'm I- I'm still fucking pissed. There is there is a big reason to be fucking pissed about this, and to be honest, I if I if she returns back to wrestling. It is because she loves to do it. Because I believe right now, with with all that is happening, I do believe she's gonna be making more money than ever in Twitch. Yeah, I mean, uh, she got like, <laughs> I mean, uh, dude, she had and when at the highest of the stream, she got over half a million views, and she got like fifty thousand new subscribers that night, including me. <laughs> <laughs> That's me included right there. <laughs> I'm one of those. <laughs> Granted, I, I went there just to see if she was going to uh, pipe bomb some motherfucker, but now nah, she went the high road. God damn it. <laughs> I would have made good content for tonight, but okay. I mean, you're a good person. You're a good person, uh, Selena. You're no, but a good I do, I do understand why she didn't do it, to be honest. Yeah, you don't uh, want to burn that bridge. No, not only it's not only that. Actually, is what she says. She has a lot of things to be thankful for, 
And just for this one person, she's not going to fuck that up. Because to be honest, it's just one single motherfucker that is fucking everything around WWE. Yeah, she, and said, she said her herself that she met her lo the love of her life. She met her husband there. She said, why the hell am I going to be mad at that place? That's where I found love. She said, I found my love there. Exactly. So she got so many good things from there that just it doesn't it doesn't do justice to go and rant about the place because the place is not bad yeah to be honest and at the end of the day me i watch raw and smackdown i watch raw just to god bless you toxify myself <laughs> of course god but bless it's you. not it's not in support of vince or the company or whatever it's just in support of the wrestlers that works their ass off to entertain, at the end of the day, they do deserve support and respect. They, the superstars and the referees, those that actually do the work. Yeah. Uh, another thing that we can add in this, I mean, because this is a multi-layer cake. <laughs> this one, Jesus Christ. A huge one. Yeah. Uh, another thing that happened last night was that And once she let out that tweet, uh, thanking the fans, that was another tweet she did afterwards, after the announcement was made. Uh, after she, but the tweet that she made about the, uh, she's in favor of unions. Uh, the president of SAG, you know, that's the, uh, the union for actors in Hollywood. You know, if you're an actor, you're in a union. Uh, basically, we can practically say that Uh, wrestlers should be considered actors and stunt doubles at the same time because they do their own stunts and what do you know wrestling is a fake so uh they're doing a performance and the performance guess what the uh, who also do performances actors so it kind of files in and the president of sag sent her an email and sent her a, a personal message through twitter letting her know like hit me up this is my email gave her her fucking email like hit me up We got shit to talk about. Uh, the plot thickens. <laughs> uh, if that woman gets that the 411, the intel of what she could be uh, eligible for, that spells horrible news, not just for WWE. I mean, maybe other places uh, like, I don't know, AEW. AEW is way more flexible than any other promotion in the US as well, like uh, Ring of Honor and whatnot. They would be a little bit more flexible. But WWE, this is like, this would make them bleed out of the asshole. If people like an organization like SAG get involved in this shit, it is bad fucking news for WWE. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Vince. Oh my God, Vince. Vince, don't try to pull this off. Don't try to pull this one off. Just sit this one out. Uh, you don't want to. This is a battle you don't want to yeah, fight. Yeah, they he fucking poked the bear on this. He poked the bear, and now the bear has woken up. The a bear just woke up and was like, oh, opportunity has knocked. They just released a wrestler for not, uh, refusing to do something that he does uh, that she does on her leisure. It's something that is her personal fucking business, like owning a Twitch channel, which any human being, including in China, can do so. <laughs> You know, Vince is actually right now giving Andrew Yang reasons to rant at him 
Oh. Andrew Yang didn't have actually much reasons to do so, but now he does have oh. enough oh. to go for him. Oh, Andrew Yang uh, is not above this situation. Actually, he tweeted about it because somebody... Tú sabes cómo somos en este mundo de la lucha libre. Una vez se chimoso todo. <ríe> Le tiró una línea ahí. Threw him a line. And say, hey, look what's happening, Andrew Yang. Andrew Yang, look at this situation right here. What do you think? <ríe> and his response was simply, oh, I haven't forgotten about Vince McMahon. That was his simple reply. And let it, unless you've been living under a rock these couple of weeks, Uh, the projected winner in a 90, over 90% chance right now is Joe Biden. In over 90% now. It's like, it's practically a done deal. Joe Biden is the future or the next president of the United States. That means we're going liberal. That means that whatever powers that be that were protecting Vincent Kennedy McMahon are now done, are done for. And Andrew Yang has been... Uh, uh, politicking his way to become like a, a very a very big enforcer in labor laws in the united states and he said that he 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 wanted to grab uh, joe biden's ear regarding this situation in particular regarding the twitch ban on wrestlers so any way that you see this it is fucking bad news for vince totally uh at the end of the day vince is gonna have to to cease and desist of doing such stupid things maybe i don't know somebody can give him a chill pill stephanie please do so you were no, no. i think i uh, think that, that 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 shit went off the rails already a long time ago and they're like fuck it let him throw himself on a goddamn wall we're just gonna pick up the pieces and run with what's ever left afterwards let him destroy the fucking thing because apparently that's what his pigheadedness is about right now destroying this shit Because he hasn't realized that it's the 21st century and he's no longer living in a fucking trailer park in the 1960s. You dumb fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, I, I, and it's weird that we're insulting a guy who we've never met in our fucking lives. And apparently we will never will. <laughs> and he is in charge of giving a good chunk of our youth. In their childhood, if it wasn't for him, we wouldn't have WWF now turned WWE. And now he has become a 1000% total, total asshole. <laughs> he has become a parody of himself. It is fucking like, it's, look, people, whoever is listening, it's not that like we have decided, oh, it's shitting on Vince Knight. <laughs> Let's shit on Vince. Let's open his mouth wide open and just drop like giant logs of shit on his mouth. <laughs> no, it's not no. that. It's not He that. He already beat us to it. Exactly. He's fucking doing this shit. Nobody forced his hand to tell him, hey, you know what a big douchebaggery idea it is? Let's steal these fuckers' money that they're making on the side while they're, we're in the middle of a fucking pandemic. Let's fucking do that. Let's take their fucking Twitch channel, take all the revenue they make out of that, and give them some change because, hell, we have no house shows now, but we're, business is good here. But, yeah, we need, we're still suffering for some money. Let's take it out of the fucking wrestlers because fuck them. They only, what they do? What the fuck did they do for us? I don't know. There's just the fucking talent that produces the show. There's the fucking pieces that we see on TV. They're the fucking people that we actually root or go against ass. Nothing important. Nothing, nothing of particular value, right? 
You dumb motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I I don't know how else to describe it. I believe we do have to change the name of this episode at the end of uh, at the end of this podcast. We're gonna have to change the name to "Ranting at Vince for Reasons," <laughs> like "Shit on Vince," <laughs> or or I don't know, yeah, "Shit on Vince," because why not? Yeah, because why not? Exactly, it's 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 for free. And it is a trend, and it is fun, and fuck you. I mean, he's giving us a plethora of material to shit on him. I mean, just the last 20 years, for God's sake. Just the last 20 years of of the shittiest product known to man. Between Katie Vick, which was bad enough as is, should be the top of the Mount Everest of shit that he has produced in the last two years. By also taking advantage of a dead wrestler who recently uh, we recently celebrated his passing, uh, Eddie Guerrero, who he milked a fucking year's worth of storylines out of a dead body. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see what else. I mean, at least he didn't have the decency. At least he had the decency. I'm not fucking around with Chris Benoit because why you want to fuck around with that one, right? <laughs> Uh, no, no, no. That's actually somewhere you don't want to get. Yeah, I mean, at least he didn't have the cojones to play around with that one. Yeah. I mean, but then Painful. everything else is pretty much fair game. I mean, he, fa- he made fa- he made fun of God. I mean, for you atheists, that's nothing. But for people that believe in God, that is something very sacrilegious. You know, sacrilegious. So, uh uh, the dude that has no fucking personal uh, value for anything other than his own ego and whatever the fu- fuck he finds funny. And uh, he has made a total shit show of wrestling. Uh, made a bunch of wrestlers kind of question even their own sanity. He infamously made CM Punk quit. Uh, I mean, CM Punk is CM Punk. <laughs> Good he and fired Punk the day of his wedding. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That that was I forgot to mention that one. He fired him on his wedding day. And if you don't believe, if you believe that wasn't on purpose, I have a bridge to sell you with the water running under it. You fit, you know. <laughs> uh, it's just amazing what levels of shittiness he is willing to go down for, and then he found this thing. The, 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 this fucking Twitch thing. I mean, I, who the fuck was it? I would like to know who the fuck was it to let him know. Oh, they make this kind of figures on their Twitch, and he was like, "What? You're making? You're telling me we're not making that kind of money? What the fuck? Who was the one who snitched at him and told him all oh, these guys are making this kind of money on their Twitch? And and then he st- decides to pursue this in the middle of a fucking pandemic. <laughs> When this pandemic actually kicked out, has given Vince a little bit more of time to think about a thing or two, especially after uh, XFL decided, yeah, we're going to shit and we're not going to do anything. Oh, yeah. And by the way, of course, before The Rock and company actually bought them. Exactly. I think that bites him a little hard because, like, I used to feed this kid. He only had like seven bucks in his pocket when I fucking hired him. 
And now he fucking bought it right under my fucking nose because fucking COVID hit me when I was fucking down. And he fucking bought it and his ex-wife as well. And now they're going to turn this into the next big, big thing. And I'm out of it. Fuck. So I guess he's now out of spite. He's going to take it on wrestlers. I mean, we're, we're speculating. Somebody's here. got to pay for this. Damn it. Yeah, we're speculating here. We're not we're not talking matter of factly. We're just we're filling in moments, uh, hours for a podcast. <laughs> we're, we're, we're filling fucking time. <laughs> we're filling fucking time. But to be honest, that's something that we still had on our heads. Yes. I mean, it's not it's not like we're creating it from nowhere. Actually, after all of this happened, our minds got full with so many things. We will not finish today if we would say everything. And the thing is that with Vince, nothing is off the table. You you have to consider every conceivable idea because he is not. Uh, there's not a low he wouldn't go. And he's showing it. He's showing it. <laughs> he's showing it right now. This is like. I don't even know how to equate it. It's like if you own a business and you find out your employees are making side money, doing something that has zero to do with what you're doing, paying them for. And then you decide, you know, oh, you know, I like this business that you guys are in. it. Uh, by the way, I'm going to take over it now. And you guys get a percentages just because because I'm a good guy. But as a, but we had this business way before you even got a whiff out of it. What the fuck? Don't give a shit. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Give these things to me and I will make money now and I'll give you something because I'm a good guy. Because <sighs> I can and fuck everyone else. Yeah, this is like such an asshole move. It's such a fucking asshole move. And it's like, it's not like we wake up every day and just to say, oh, how am I going to shit on Vince today? Because that's what I live for. I just love shitting on Vince. No, he just finds the fucking thing and does it for himself and irritates half the universe by his fucking actions. Except the people that who he sucks his dick on. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> pick pick a, a, a name from that side of the world that sucks his dick. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. I just, to be honest, I can see right now Triple H is just trying to, uh, you know, get his head down and not look at Vince doing some so, so much stupid things. Like, you know, face palming himself. Like, oh, my God. I, no, no. Triple I H he's is going to do this. Triple H is burying himself in NXT. That's what he's doing. He's barricading himself. It's like, okay, this is my little world. Here is where I have control. Whatever happens out there, none of my fucking business. I don't give a shit. Uh, let him destroy that shit. As long as I have this little piece of the pie, I'm good. As long as I have this little creative freedom, this little creative control, I'm good. For fuck him and fuck whatever he does. Those guys are have to swim uh, in a river of fucking uh, crocodiles, sharks, uh, whatever the fucking allergy you want to add to it. They have to survive that environment. In order to, I don't know, have some sort of peace of mind. I mean, for fuck's sake, the woman's uh, husband, uh, uh, Alistair Black, is requesting going back to the, uh, to NXT. Do you know what a demotion that is? After you earning main roster money, main roster money is like, I don't know, triple the amount that they make in NXT? 
Maybe, but I actually give him the benefit of this case. He has two reasons. They're to using him. To NXT. Not reason number one. He's not doing shit in main roster. Yes. He's getting paid good, but he ain't doing shit. Reason number two, I don't think he wants to see Vince's face for a long time. Yeah. After what happened to his wife. So, um, I actually would have done the exact same thing. Yeah. Although Vince is not doing it for him because fuck you and I know why you're doing this so you're not going to get away with it. And you're going to do whatever the fuck I want. Yeah. Pretty much. Pretty much. I mean... So, unfortunately... This is really this is really sad, especially for for us wrestling fans. Um, we don't we don't like when when this uh, environments of wrestling are actually so hostile, um, because at the end of the day, we understand the hard work they go through without having been yelled at by Vince or whoever. The work yep. they have to do, the effort, the the everything rehearsals and everything to avoid you know getting hurt and doing it right for the fans now to get yelled at by this motherfucker for stuff that's not their fault and it's something that belongs to them and yada 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 it is sad it is real sad for the rest no and trying to get logic out of that head this is the same fucking head that thought that katie vick was a funny angle you know pet like necrophilia, yeah, that's fun. <laughs> necrophilia, that's fun. Yeah, I mean, have a dude just jizz all over a fucking cadaver in a funeral parlor. That's fun. <laughs> well, it comes from the same guy that actually pitched an incest. Oh angle yeah, with Stephanie. Oh yeah, the same guy that pitched that angle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. That beautiful. And it's the actually the only angle that Stephanie was like, uh, no. <laughs> no, thank you, but no, no. I and she, by the way, by the way, that's and this is the beauty because the incest angle was to how to write her actual pregnancy to her actual husband Triple H into the storyline, and the storyline was to have Vince as the father of his own daughter's kid. Very Chinatown of him. <laughs> that belongs like in a horror movie or something like that. Like this that is the does man does not belong in wrestling at all. Like this is the man that thinks that these type of ideas is what's missing in order to entertain the masses. Yeah, this this is exactly what we all are craving for. <laughs> Holy shit! I mean. <laughs> And, and and yet you have Cornette bitching about a dinner debonair and not about that kind of shit. I mean, I, I would imagine he did shit on that completely. I would imagine because uh, as far gone as Cornette is, I don't think that type of shit is part of his parlay. You know, it's not part of his game. Nah, not at all. So this is uh, I it, just got something here from. From wrestling news. Oh, let it go. Let it go. So, 
Bianca Belair is leaving the door open for possible NXT return. Oh, see, things, uh, those actually have been called up. They don't want to stay there anymore for some reason. <laughs> oh, Jesus. So, yeah, that. This. <laughs> Vince, you're not getting it right with your employees. What is going on, bro? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I. I like, this is the thing. When you see wrestlers that are in the developmental program developmental aka the little leagues because let's face it yeah 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 nxt is in the usa network but let's be fucking honest just look at the show presentation as itself i mean wrestling wise aside because we already talked about this uh, in nauseam in other podcasts, the wrestling is fucking gold. The The booking, the wrestling is fucking gold in NXT. No complaints on this side from me whatsoever on that department. But let's be fucking realistic. NXT is the rookie leagues of WWE. Yes or no? It is the rookie league. Yes or it no? It is pretty much the rookie leagues. But yes, it's just, it's, it, it is only that. It is pretty much the development of but man, they their takeovers are so much better than any main event pay-per-view. Dude, just that you remember just remember what we said last week. The Dragon uh, whatever the fucking Russian's name is and Walter. That match, first five star match in years in WWE. A fucking match that was in the other side of the planet <laughs> from a fucking developmental program in Europe won the five-star match in WWE. And that's, Mind you, that's a guy that doesn't want to get moved anywhere. No, no, no. And, and this is not a knock on those two guys. Those two guys are well, is, are well-oiled machines in the wrestling industry. In terms of being actual fucking wrestlers. That's not a knock on them. What I'm saying is that. The actual main product. A.K.A. Raw and Smackdown. Has produced. Wrestling wise. Wrestling wise. Dick. 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 They haven't Huge done dick. Piles of shit. They haven't done dick. It is diarrhea after diarrhea. Every week. So, this one, I mean, this podcast already has the most negative connotation of all of them, of all the ones we've recorded so far. This is number five. And and it feels like we're just shitting on the, on the product. And it's not the product itself. It's Vince. This fucking Twitch ban, on top of the badly fucking booking of angles in the main roster... Having these guys that are coming for NXT so fucking upset that they have been sent to a land that where there is nothing for them or just get buried on a weekly basis or eat a fucking table like Lana is every fucking week that they have these guys coming from NXT is so like, uh, no, I want to go back. <laughs> I want to go back to the minor leagues because at least yeah. they treated me like human, a human being. 
you know, <laughs> instead of with this, whatever this motherfucker has as a mood this day. <laughs> and then they ask why Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa don't want to be called up. Mm-hmm. Don't fucking be jobbers in the first fucking week. Don't be jobbers in the first fucking week. Don't get buried as quick as Jesus Christ. <sighs> and, and again, yes, we're talking like a lot of negativity stuff here, but of course we need to vent. I mean, somehow we need to vent, and this is the place for us to do it. Yeah, this is our platform. This is if you don't like us being negative Nancys, <laughs> saying our shit. Well, you know, you got other options out there, but. This is our platform. This is where we vent our frustrations. And uh, we're letting WWE know that they... Well, not WWE. The booking and the presentation so far, with certain exceptions here and there, it is shit. It is fucking shit. And this little thing that... Well, this is not supposed to be known. This is a private matter between the employees and the employer. Well, it is public knowledge now, so... Uh, we don't like it that you're getting you're fucking these people in the ass for just being petty assholes for trying to get a more cra- a bigger cash grab. Sorry, then you're already having with whatever ne- negotiations you have with the networks and merchandises and whatnot. I don't know how the fuck they're managing to get more money. Oh yeah, they released a bunch of people. During the year as well. You know that liberated some cash as well. Uh, And the balls that they have. Because I don't know if you heard. But last week they were talking about. Hiring No Way Jose back. (laughs) Yes I did hear about that. They're trying to get No Way Jose back. Supposedly that's something we cannot confirm. But it's actually sounding like a lot. So it might actually be. A little bit believable. And. To the credit of that new, uh, it comes from a guy that actually does not remember when he fired or hired somebody. Yes. The guy who actually didn't remember Luke Gallows was Festus and fake Kane Uh back then. (laughs) Fuck you. This is... And then you and then then people might ask, why are these guys writing so much? We have our fucking reasons, man. We have a plethora of reasons. We've been paying attention for years. (laughs) Like, come on, man. This is just not. This is just. This is just not even funny anymore. I mean, it would be funny if it wasn't so fucking sad. Exactly. It would be funny if it wasn't so fucking sad. I mean, because people's lives are being ruined. Selena right now, Selena Vega is not wrestling. She's not living her dream right now because fuckhead man decided that, okay, well, let's make an example out of this bitch who I actually allegedly liked. Because remember all those rumors like, oh, I see her as a potential superstar. I see her as a future star in the women's division. Fire her ass. Just because... She still had her Twitch channel, which she didn't not was not using herself. She had it open and, and gave it. I don't know, maybe a cousin of hers. I don't know who the fuck it was, but somebody was managing on her while she was out. She was respecting the edict. Yeah, the channel was open, but she wasn't doing any promotions there. She was out when he told her cut it out. She stopped, but the channel was open and she left it on someone else to manage it. In the meantime, why? Apparently that was not good enough for him. 
Yeah. And why she didn't do it? Because she already built a fan base there. She already built friendships there. Because she built people that she knew there. She didn't want to close that thing out of out of, right out of the bat. So she just left it open and had someone else admin in the meantime. While she thought that the whole thing was going to blow off. Apparently. And not apparently. Well, we already know it didn't. So she's back doing her shit. Well, can we actually uh, go into uh, a little bit of a higher note right now? There is something that we were asking also to please happen. Uh And our prayers have been answered. So the Mysterio Rollins rivalry is finally over. Thank you, Jesus. It's finally God. done. Their last match was last night on SmackDown. Oh Murphy yeah, no, no. Turned wait, wait. To Murphy, Murphy turned on Seth, and then Rey Mysterio accepted Raleigh, uh, Murphy on the family. Yada yada yada. It is done with. And finally. Also, what we can thank for this feud, Becky getting pregnant. <laughs> because the reason he's gonna be off TV is so that he can be with his wife, uh, girlfriend. And they can take maternal and paternal leave to be with the newborn kid because Becky is due on December. So that's the reason why he's going to be off TV because he wants to be there with her while she is about to push, you know, little baby Messiah (laughs) out of her (laughs) hoo-ha or getting a C-section. I don't know. That's too deep deep and personal, right? (laughs) my god that's too deep in person well, anyway uh kudos to them uh, and and seth next time learn your pullout game <laughs> learn the pullout game <laughs> learn how can, to pull out can can anyone actually tell um uh, that okay yes seth is supposed to be a heel but to be honest with this messiah persona he is not a heel I want to boo to. I don't want to hate him because it, it it is not for me. It's just sad. They're 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 getting him to a Baron Corbin level. Oh god! And mind you, the guy can't talk. But I don't know. I don't like this uh, Messiah persona. No. it's kind of too late for that. I mean, uh, probably he'll use the hiatus time. Uh, to figure out a better gimmick to use when he comes back, or he'll just simply be back as Seth Rollins and be a babyface. Or because I think that I think that would be the plan. Yeah, if I were WWE, I'd bring him back as a babyface, so that way we can have Roman eat someone and his way to becoming the star of SmackDown. Because uh, yes. right right now, uh, you know, what what do you have in SmackDown? Daniel Bryan? Daniel Bryan has maybe like a year or two left of use, useful uh, time in the main roster. And, and after that, he's going to be like half a uh, wrestler, part-time wrestler and whatnot. Because he's going to be taking care of being the daddy at home and whatnot. Uh, which kudos for him because he got to come back. He got to, uh, you know, end his career on his own terms, which is fine. Great. Awesome. On his end. 
but uh, then after that, what do you got in SmackDown? Nobody. And nobody that, I, I mean, you could say, well, Kevin Owens, but look how they've been using him. <laughs> exactly. So, yes. Uh, I, I think they could switch Rollins to be a face. Yeah. Um, because, to be honest, this heel persona is not working so much. Actually, I liked the architect one better. Uh, he was so annoying as the architect that it was just not even funny. I, we wanted to hate his God so much, at least in my case. Uh, it's, something that, it's, it, it's something that actually worked. Yeah. But this one actually feels like flat. Yeah. And it's it didn't get uh, granted. It it didn't work that uh, you know the, the dance partners that he had were not pushed. Well, I mean, I mean we're gonna go have to go again with uh, uh, Kevin Owens because they had a very good feud in in Raw. But what did they do with Owens? I mean, what what this did what did this do for Kevin Owens? Nothing. He just beat him in, in, in WrestleMania. That's it cool spot and whatnot and but that's it no no further development from there so you know it felt like oh you beat seth rollins well join the club who else hasn't beaten him and the match was excellent the match at wrestlemania it was excellent i loved it yeah but then again i mean yes it was mostly kevin's decision to stay home because you know wanted to take care of his kids during a worldwide pandemic Especially being in, in, in one of the epicenters of that pandemic, aka Florida, <laughs> he, he probably best decided. You know, you know what? I better be at home. Just, no, ya se vayan a que estos carajitos de diablos se meten un lío y se vayan a contaminar con qué animal que aparezca en el medio. Tú, uno piensa así. I mean, me as a parent, I think that way. <laughs> like, yeah, let me stay at home. No vaya a ser cosa. No vaya a ser okay. vaya. Okay, so we have also for tonight uh, another bad moment. Unfortunately, this episode is full of them. Yeah. So deal with it. Uh, Chelsea Green uh, actually yeah. breaks her wrist on her SmackDown debut. Fuck. How unlucky you have to be. Eso se llama so, tener sal, mi hermano. <laughs> demasiada sal. You gotta go to the beach and throw yourself backwards at least seven Jesus times. Jesus Christ. I mean, she has the Dead Sea the salt on her. Fuck. Fuck. I mean, making your debut on SmackDown. Going in a for, uh, 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 an elimination match. In order to determine who's going to go out and be in the SmackDown women's team and fucking break your wrist. I mean, I just feel the world for her. God damn it. Fuck. That that, that sucks. That fucking sucks. Yeah. It is sad. Yeah. Of course. You don't, you don't. It's not something that actually you don't want to break your wrists just starting something new. You're yeah. just starting into the main event, into the main roster, and this happens. Now you have to undergo surgery, and who knows for how long you're going to be out of action. Yeah. And that actually kills a lot of things. When you come back, 
it does not assure you that you're going to be treated the same way that you were, that mm -hmm. they were thinking of treating you mm -hmm. when you were debuting. Sometimes uh, they just get cold feet with the plans that they got for you. No, and with this old fart that he pick, it makes up his mind on the second and then decides to scrap up everything. Like, apparently, for the second week in a row, the SmackDown uh, 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 script was written 30 or 20 minutes before the show after they had already planned out everything that was going to go down. They rewrote the whole damn show 20 minutes before. Yeah. For the like, second for week. For example, yesterday, the SmackDown show was totally rewritten. Yeah. Vince pretty much destroyed his script because he didn't like it like two hours before the show. And you actually know what you're going to be doing like an hour before. How the fuck do you prepare for that? Uh, I mean... As much as we have already shit on him, it sounds like working for him is like working for a five-year-old dictator. No, no, no. Let me add Bro. Let me add that. No, no, no. Scratch that. A five-year-old dictator with Asperger's. <laughs> <laughs> Print that t-shirt. <laughs> we gotta make that design. <laughs> oh fuck! <laughs> oh, <laughs> the five-year-old dictator with Asperger's. <laughs> That's his fucking name. <laughs> little boss oh my god jesus christ jesus christ let's end it with that <laughs> a fire that's the name of the park so you know um... that's gonna be the name of the podcast the five-year-old dictator with asperger's <laughs> Okay, so <laughs> let's, let's switch. Up. Let's try to let's try because I don't think we're gonna be able to. But let's try to switch a bit. To, uh, let's go back a bit to AEW. Um, last Wednesday's show was excellent, superb. However, there was a segment that was not as good as their normal standard. That segment when this girl Jade Cargill interrupted oh, yeah, yeah. Cody Rhodes oh, to yeah, yeah. pretty much let him know that Shaquille O'Neal is on the watch. Uh, that was actually not exactly the reason why it was bad. It was just that she couldn't talk for shit. Uh, yeah, I mean, she, she tried. She was so nervous. Yeah, she she tried. She gave it a go, a good old college try, but it it felt flat for me. Brandy had to come out and save the segment. Yeah, she did. And boy, did she do it. She did. <laughs> she came out and saved the whole segment. The whole segment actually was good because of her. I liked when she when when when, when, 
I liked when the Amazonian slapped her ass and she just, her reaction was like, she just miró el público, dropped the mic, oh no, this bitch didn't. <laughs> it was like, did she really tell me she didn't do that? Oh yeah, she went like, she went all Booker T on it. She didn't do that. Tell me she did not do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. So, well, she actually was signed to a multi-year contract with AEW. She must be fucking good. <laughs> As a wrestler, at least, because in the mic skills, eh, it's still work in progress. Work in progress. Now, if her, if her in-ring work is as good as her physique there is no competition for her inside that yeah room. i mean she's basically a fit china a fit yeah. a, a fit china yep yeah basically so uh, well, she's hot though but yes yeah. uh, that's another subject yeah uh, what i mean uh just hope that she can wrestle and that she can uh, elevate that women's division because although they do have good wrestlers it is very poorly used and i've said it and i even asked it on the group a couple of weeks ago i said is it me or the nwa's women's division is better booked or better presented in aw than the actual aw women's division and joha was like uh dude it's not you <laughs> it's, it's not you dude <laughs> It's not you. It's, that's exactly what's going on. <laughs> that's exactly what's going on, man. It's not you. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, as AW, I mean, as good as AW is, that's the Achilles heel for me. That's the only thing that I'm like, you gotta step it up here in the women's division because... Say what you will about WWE, and we already did. <laughs> and then some. <laughs> I mean, we poured concrete on that shit. We buried a hole aside from here to, to Texas, and we poured concrete on that son of a bitch with like 80 fucking thousand miles of dynamite. We, we lit that son of a bitch dry. Uh, but as much shit as we talking about WWE, we have to say this. Their women's division is leaps and bounds. Better than AEW's. Actually, the women's division in WWE sometimes actually makes a better work than men's. Yes. I mean, they work their ass off so much. It's totally worth it to watch a women's match. Yes, because, it, I mean, mind you. These are not like uh, wretched bitches that we're looking at on TV nowadays. It's not like uh, well, it's not like back in the days that we were getting only the divas that you know just the eye candy, but zero wrestling talent whatsoever that had to be added years upon years of training later. Uh, no, these girls look awesome and can kick major ass. Totally. So uh, they Indeed. they have the total package. They're beautiful, and they can actually wrestle. So uh, kudos on WWE. I mean, and, and that's not saying that the girls in AEW can't wrestle. They can. The problem is not being utilized correctly. I mean, Ishida, 
I mean, how many times are they gonna put Sheeta and and, and the other one, the, the the Amazonian woman, woman, the one she wrestled on, on Saturday? Whoever, what's her name again? Nyla Rose. Nyla Rose. Those two have wrestled. I don't know how many times now. I don't know. So should we start another movement, like give every AEW women's a, ch- a chance? I don't know. Like, I mean, I don't know what's going on. I mean, I think we, and when I say we, I mean the wrestling fans worldwide, they're being a little bit more uh, lenient or not as harsh towards AEW because technically AEW is a year old. So, you know, we're not going to be that harsh on a product that's only a year and some and some change old. So, you know, I mean, for, for the amount of time that they have, they're doing a lot. For the amount of time that they've been alone and the attention that they have grabbed. I mean, for God's sake, they have grabbed the wrestling world by the balls right now. So uh, they have grabbed their attention and they have made their intentions known to the world. And people are noticing them now more than ever. So uh, they just need to fix that. That women's division needs to be fixed as soon as possible. Yeah, totally. Uh, But um, I'm really confident that they're going to fix the things that actually uh, are lacking of their bit of attention because, to be honest, women's, they have a lack of attention right now from upper management. But uh, I do believe they're going to do it eventually. They're going to give give the women's more time and quality time. Yeah. that's just having women's matches because they are gonna they have to have them. Yeah, but not just to justify a back uh, bathroom break. Ex- exactly. Yeah, uh, unfortunately, that's what most of those matches are being used for. Anyway, uh, I think we've covered a lot of cu- uh, ground here, and I think we've pretty much made it clear that we're not fans of Vince McMahon or AKA the Fire. <laughs> dictator yeah, with so we're, not going, we're not going to be ranting at pretty much everyone like most of marks do mm-hmm. oh no oh no there's they, not, there hasn't been enough ranting in this podcast <laughs> <laughs> not enough <laughs> i just imagine some marks out there that are like you Got to get that rant, rank, uh, rants level up. I mean, you, those are rookie numbers. You got to get them up. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, I think this was fun. Uh, uh, I think we buried that bridge with WWE. Uh- <laughs> now that we wanted any bridge with them anyway, or, 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 at, at, the end, at the end of the day, they're not going to be knowing who we are, not even in a million years. I don't know. I mean, this thing might grow. Who knows? Uh, there are a lot of ho- podcasts that started very low, low budget, low level, and then they grew up to something bigger and be- and better. I'm not saying that that's going to be our particular case, but at least uh, we're giving it a go. Oh, no, I don't say it because of that. I just say because they love to play ignorant. Oh, yeah, that too. That too. Just it's just because of that. Because at the end of the day, everybody who actually starts something, they want to grow, and we want to grow. Eventually, we will. But you know, shit. 
Mm-hmm. I understand. But uh, again, uh, we will never get an invitation to WrestleMania. I guess that's something we're going to have to live with. <laughs> we're just going to have to live with that pain in our hearts, in our souls that Vince hates us or, or when he gets a win out of it. Because this is going to be out on the Internet. You know, eventually, if he doesn't listen to it now, he will listen to it. If he's alive and able, like, I don't know, five, six years from now from the future, this will be still there in the interwebs. To grab, and then he listens to the what the fuck did they call me? A fucking five year old dictator with Asperger's? I hate your guts. Fucking let them rot outside. They will never get access to any of our guys. I'm going to hire them just to say, you're fired. And there's your justification for us calling you the five year old. A dictator with Asperger's, and there goes the uh, drag race between <laughs> uh, Vin Diesel and John Cena. He who shall not be seen. Anyway, this has been the Husky Bible Podcast number five, aka the now known as the five year old. <laughs> We're bearding this dead horse right now. Yeah, the five year old dictator Asperger's episode. Uh, if you liked it, please subscribe. Listen to us. We're on the YouTube and the uh, the Husky Bible. Uh, uh, productions uh, uh, YouTube channel. Uh, if you'd like to buy T-shirts, we have T-shirts there. Some of them maybe wrestling related. Some of them geeky. Uh, the links will be in the description of the podcast, both on the audio and video versions. We are available on Spotify, on on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, uh, most and, and Castbox. So if you want to give us a listen or purchase something, help us out in some way. There's your options right there. So on behalf of me, Ariel, and on behalf of Harold, Harold, do you want to say something to the people before we let them go and have let them have lives? <laughs> we do what we want, damn it! Okay. Uh, that was a final dictator with Asperger's. <laughs> and then this was our, uh, the Smart Nerd Podcast. And I hope you guys have a great day, night, or whatever, whenever you're listening to this. So take care, guys, and we'll listen to each other or see each other next week. Bye.